0: You know last week we came out with an episode we were on the road the first on the road out of state red hot out of the gate though right real quick into the song and it was a great episode a lot of fun mm, looking back we got some nice feedback we'll get into that a little bit later um, and then here we are back in the basement not only back in the basement but back on a big date Happy 4th of July, buddy. It's the 4th of July. It's America's birthday. They're hanging a 245. All you gotta do is add 200 to me, dude, because I'm bicentennial. Oh, yeah. That's for, you know, my my mom still calls me. Bicentennial baby. Really? You and that coin came out the same year. It sure did. Oh, that's great, man. Congrats. So it's a big day. I think it's our first holiday recording. Happy 4th to you. Happy 4th to you, buddy. Independence Day. Yeah. It started with me rolling back some freedoms with my kids, Uh-huh. found some uh, ants in the basement on some large crumbs. Okay. I mean, at some point, it's not a crumb. No. It's a fragment it's of a, food. It's a particle, yeah. It's half of a sandwich. It's really, yeah. It's it's a smorgasbord. <laughs> and that's what I woke up to. I uh, came down here to prepare for today, Jim, Look to prepare for ready. the podcast. Getting ready. And uh, that's what I found. And so... That was the beginning of the day.
1: So, how'd that go? What was the uh, end result? Did we take
0: some freedoms away? Yes. Did you yeah. explain to them that freedom isn't free? No more eating in the basement. That will probably, you know, that, that rule tends to? to be, you know, unenforced okay. after a while. Sure. <laughs> what know? do you give it to? Like Wednesday? I don't know. It just It's like you give in at some point. Yeah. You know, so yeah. otherwise it's a constant vigilant battle. But then you give in at some point, and then when it happens again, will you then go, didn't I tell you not to do this, Like right. even though you've been ignoring it for three months? I'm hoping that it will be respected. Okay. But we do send a mixed message with our pretend kitchen down here. That's true. We have a lot of pretend food. That's a great point. We make it look very appetizing. That's a great point. But Maybe the pretend food- we should food. stop driving the appetite up. I mean, you have a grocery store here. <laughs> yeah, that's a great Never point. Never go to a grocery store hungry. Well, hey, you're, you're playing in one. Yeah. And you know there's food upstairs. I don't blame them. I get it. I mean, it makes sense. Makes the games more realistic down here. But I think it's, uh, you know, Sarah is more into keeping things tidy. You might notice the scent right now. She cleaned up today for you, bud. That's awesome. You guys don't have to do all that for little old me. No, but she's she's on top of that stuff. But she doesn't come down here as often. Really? You know. So does she
1: come down because there's a visitor coming over to record a podcast and now I got to clean up? What The boys have done over the past, and I think the boys, she, I mean, she realized
0: that you will think that we live that way. Where oh. I know that you're you would just oh be like, God. Oh, come on, they're, they're a family, they're, it's the basement, of course, it's the corner of the house, of course. What I you walk shove into everything your home
1: and make fun of what's laying around. No, yeah. that's what you do to me. No, it's right? <laughs> <laughs> never Sarah, oh, you gotta man. know better.
0: Unbelievable, is that how shallow <laughs> I am? No, not at all. Well. I can blame other people. And that's why you don't want to say it to me, right? For sure. Because I'll deflect it. I do though. Okay. So like,
1: like I was getting a car wash the other day and I'll pretend to have kids when I, when it benefits me, you know, I was like getting the inside cleaned out and I was like, make sure, ah, man, these kids left a lot of crumbs (laughs) all over the driver's seat. You know, like, they've been, (laughs) that's where they've been eating at.
0: If you could just clean up these crumbs, that'd be great. And someone that knows you, hears that. Yeah. And you're like, why does Jim have a bunch of kids in his car? (laughs) And why are they <laughs> sitting on are lap. they so thirsty Why are there so many water bottles <laughs> I Got to see you're back to the water bottles already well I mean coin jars what else do we have <laughs> we have coins in our car that is a blind spot for Sarah too is the uh, the car like she's super clean like I said super organized mm-hmm. and um, but, but when the you're car dude every time I go in then there's cups cans how like, can you keep that clean I,
1: with a bunch of kids
0: but I, it's such a flip like and then like you know the other areas we share in the house like the office upstairs like i will clutter that up like i clutter everything else up sure but she is the car
1: uh-huh
0: i think and everyone's got to have a safe space right she's got she leaves with two things right uh-huh. and then she comes back with seven sure so she's constantly just has too many things in her hands right
1: well you can't bring everything in and out all together right you got to pick and choose what's
0: most important right. for this trip when did everyone have to have a drink? And because this is what we're drilling into our kids' heads too—like sure. they can't leave the house without a bottle of water. You go up to the park and you you know, stay hydrated. And everyone's got to have their
1: yeah. But the it water. went from one drink to like several. Is that right? Have you like have you been to a brunch lately? Do you guys ever meet people out for? Uh, oh, and people but, get a bunch of. I'm, I'm even. I'll have like an orange juice and a coffee and a water, you know, man. and like a Bloody Mary, you know. <laughs> And then you're like, oh, I need to order now. Like, what do you mean you need to order? You got seven things
0: in front of you. I'm just going to, can I lay in your fountain? (laughs) Can you just attach a hose to me? Just water me down? Whatever these people don't finish on their tables, just bring it over. I'll
1: drink that. You get orange juice at restaurants? Uh, Sometimes I will. Not all the time, but at a brunch, yeah. You get a nice strawberry OJ, that'll make a meal. Strawberry OJ? Oh my gosh, yeah. They squeeze them
0: together in that little... You get a bendy straw with that? A little little (laughs) little, twisty. A little twist of What's wrong with strawberry OJ? That's not like. I didn't even think that was widely available. I've seen it at like Trader Joe's. You've never seen it like breakfast restaurants? Really? They don't have that? I mean, they have orange juice. Yeah. Freshly sweet. Are you a pulp guy?
1: Not particularly. I don't need it. I'm not an extra pulp guy. You see those cartons that are like.
0: Uh, Like all the pulp? (laughs) Yes, right. It's like the Captain Crunch, uh uh-oh, all berries. It's like, whoops, all the pulp. I like when it's like a clear gallon. You could see the bottom. (laughs) It just just like looks like an unkept aquarium. It really was. A nod to our previous episode, episode episode 87. Please check out if you did not get that reference. Just dial one back, play previous episode. And there you have it. I never thought about that. That does look like a bunch of dead brine shrimp at the bottom. It does. It looks, oh, it's just disgusting. (laughs) And that was the only OJ we got as kids. But Pulp OJ and and, uh, Freshly Squeezed OJ was very popular at the time. Yeah. And now it's not as like, um, I don't think it's as like expected. No? I don't know.
1: I think depending on, you go to a restaurant and I still expect that, right? I mean, maybe not since the pandemic, but before that you would. They had the machine, there. You have to watch them go through the oranges. Oh, they pile through them, too. Yeah. Do you remember Orange Julius? They those have uh, them still in the mall. I don't know if they've ever been to one. It's like a popular joke punchline, right? Like Orange
0: Julius. <laughs> like it's a food court <laughs> right, right. reference, but I've never actually had one. What is it? I don't. I mean, I just remember those also being like popular, but like never a fan.
1: Is it like an. Or- what is it? Is it like an orange juice milkshake?
0: I th- yeah, I think so. Like Ooh. a creamsicle, probably like come like a liquid creamsicle.
1: Like I'm not just, a fan of
0: that at all. I remember there was one right across from uh, like this arcade at the, at our mall when I was growing up. Really, the Orange Julius, and then it was like married to Dairy Queen. It was like part of that family. Yeah, right? they were all they all hung out together.
1: You Still see them together from time to time. There are three that I can find in the Chicagoland area, and then like like six in Northwest Indiana.
0: Can you imagine that company party? Like they're. <laughs> They got the DQ people, and then the, oh, they're with Julius. They're with OJ. They want to come over to DQ, but they're they're weirdos.
1: (laughs) There's like one table of them left in the back, and they all just hang out with each other with their orange ties on.
0: (laughs) What do you do all day, Sauce serve? (laughs) We're squeezing, working with citrus. That stuff burns. You ever get that in your eye? I love how you guys roll your eyes about us. Meanwhile, you're doing, everyone does ice cream. Everyone does. Orange well, Julius you, is like a trademark thing. You blended Snickers into an ice cream sundae. Good
1: for you. Okay, how <laughs> long am I going to ride off that DQ? How long is this blizzard going to be your claim to fame?
0: <laughs> who did Melencap sing about? Huh? Tasty Freeze. <laughs> now you mainstream lamos making fun of. I'm trying to think who the other uh, Baskin Robbins family was. In, was in there. Oh, the other family, like the the other like brand that was part on, uh, on the awning. It was like it would always be an awning with like you know, all of the ones you could inside. get all this shit right here mm-hmm. under this awning. Look, we couldn't make one
1: store work for each of these three, so we're gonna put them all together in one. I can't remember who the third one was. Dude, we could talk
0: forever about a food court. Remember when Sbarro came out? Oh man, and everyone Game like changer. fought about how to pronounce that. For I mean, they still that's still an issue, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, I had my friends called it Shaburo. What? Oh my god, yeah. that's not
1: okay. Sbarro. Sparrow, yeah, I get that a lot, and it's like you are it's Sparrows, right sobars yeah what do you how do you do it? Sparrow Sabarrow you don't even yep. pronounce the s you don't you make it singular you're, you're at the one location that's all you care about yeah dude, I
0: loved that place they were that broke my brain when they came out that when they that when that was at our mall it was uh like the cafeteria style slice that was wildly popular
1: absolutely wait it is just Sparow there is no apostrophe s. Right. I've been doing it wrong the whole time. You've been calling tomorrow's. Yeah. Oh, I've been jewelsing it the oh, whole no? time. Really? I didn't even. Oh my gosh. You Soldier's Field? That I did. <laughs> I didn't even mean
0: to. Tomorrow said it to you, and I was like, wait a second. There is no. Holy shit! I can't even believe that. I didn't catch that because I would never think that you would do that. I would
1: never do it to like somewhere that I knew as a Chicago staple, but here I've on Fourth of July, I've gained my independence.
0: How have we, we got learned. to? 88.
1: 88, the Michael Irvin episode. And I found this out about you? Unbelievable. You learned today in the Des Clark. This fractures
0: our relationship well, somewhat. I would say so. You're a Sbarro's guy? I would say so. There's already <laughs> been some cracks, so let's get after him, you know? What was your go-to there?
1: Uh, slice of cheese, slice of pepperoni. That's the move.
0: Yeah. That's the move. What's yours? Just slide it down the rail. Yeah. and that greasy tray. Yeah. I remember people would just walk away with it. The tray line would be so long. Oh, they just leave Chicago with the Ridge mall. They went. Hey, I'm out of here. Dip out, and then like you get to the table, and some people. I remember the, the like the the sweet spot, right? Mm-hmm. Would be Sparrow, Cinnabon, and a great steak and shake fries. That the fries was in from your that place, mall, right? The Great American. That was our mall. Was it like the Great American Steak and Potato? Is that yeah. what it was? Yes. The fries. Yeah. And the fries would come in a cup. Yeah. Which was like you know, Can I have a sip. Have a sip of your fries. Of your fries. <laughs> that that even that was like God, they put their fries in yeah. a cup, and you were like, these this is this is my favorite thing about our country." Well, and that is such a symbol of
1: independence, is it not? That you and your friends could just be like, "Hey, the world's our oyster." Oh, you yeah? know, are we into Asian cuisine? Come on, let's head over down here, and you know, there's always going to be a sample available. You just want a pretzel? That's fine. Go to Bavaria. Go to Auntie Anne's over there. Or who was the who was the predecessor to Auntie Anne's? Did you have a pretzel place around here? I was never
0: into the pretzels, but yeah, Auntie Anne's was the one I think. Yeah, right? yeah, I think we had a predecessor. We had like a lot of bootleg malls where they weren't quite. I can remember some pretzel, like, but again, I I I like the, um, you know, the bourbon chicken.
1: Yeah, that's what it was. It was always a sample of the bourbon chicken. One I of thought.
0: those. Oh, the samples were great. Yeah, and then there would be like. Um, a Mrs. Fields, did you guys have a Mrs. Fields in there? Oh, for sure. Yeah, Mrs. Fields would be you know dominated the odor, absolutely, of the, uh, of the area. And then they had like the, the bulk candy places. And uh, oh man, then they had like the KFC Taco Bell blend that you were like, Yeah, come on, in get, the food court, they had that anywhere. Yeah, at ours, one oh, of them they did. You guys are upscale
1: around these parts. Yeah, a couple we of had, them had, like, had like, discount places. Yeah, we had like. Uncle Dan's
0: pretzels. We didn't have the good ones. We had, But everything was represented. Like you could get Asian food, Greek. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. You could get, you know, everything was exactly. there. Get a burger. Yeah, exactly. Get a shake. All of it. And then get back to shopping. That's it. I mean, how, Go to Sam Goody. How, like, we? why were we having lunch there? Like, now you, I, I guess you kind of get in and out of there. Like, we were going there. But, like, you were making a day of it. You really were, The huh? mall was like your parents drop you off or someone's
1: parents drop you off. Like, all right, we're going to stop at Gloria Jean's, get a coffee, get started in the morning. You know, maybe do a little shopping, grab some lunch, go see a movie. Maybe hit the Aladdin's Castle or what Do you guys have an arcade in yours?
0: Oh, yeah, we did. You, but I was too busy watching the bags. I remember that was a big chore of mine. Like, keep an eye on these bags. Oh, was that when you we'll went with your right family? family? Yeah, when you go with your family. Ah, yeah. That? That, was, that was tough. <laughs> You'd be sitting at the table. Just, <laughs> the arcade was good at our uh, at one of our malls. Uh, yeah, we, we would, Aladdin's Castle. Yeah, is that what you guys had? Yeah, it was good
1: stuff. What like a niche they found for a little while? You know, just to being able to go into every mall everywhere and just drain pockets, just take every kid's money and give them even shittier prizes than the the rest of the arcades in the world. Oh, those were like the hottest places
0: when you go there. We and had, you like, wouldn't even like. You couldn't meet people there though. Right. everyone was you know had a screen in there. That was like we should have seen it, right? Yeah, that that was our future. Yeah, just staring at screens.
1: <laughs> we had a Barretts. I don't know if you know that. It was like a it was a TV place. It was like a TV store um, back before all the Best Buys and everything. And like the the massive TVs, you know, just the gigantic four foot deep. You know, eight. I mean, you needed a a crew to get it in the house, You'd and go we in didn't. There. We didn't like have cable when I was a real young kid, so we'd go in there and just like we'd learn about shows on these gigantic televisions. Like, watching I remember watching someone get slimed for the
0: first time in Barrett's, and I'm like,
1: what the hell is this?
0: Oh man, I remember I'm, I'm picturing like soap operas playing on those. Oh, all yeah, the time when, you, when you'd walk through those TV sections, absolutely, all you know, the, the day of the mall. just general hospital. <laughs> who's had that one dude with Luke the white and Laura, hair, that old dude Adam mm. who was on the. Was he, like, all of my children for, yeah. forever? I just picture Adam making out with somebody, going <laughs> in a break. Did you get stuck watching soap operas? I had a, a summer where I watched that one, All of My Children, I think. Yeah. The, uh, what was the episode, or the season was, like, Greg and Tony and... Uh, I'm sure they're all the same. Jen.
1: This is something I didn't know, though. So, I, I mean, my mom watched All My Children and uh, General Hospital, right? And this is something I did not know. A lot of stand-up comics got into soap operas, right? Because they were they didn't have a lot of channels in the 80s and 90s, right? And you were working all night and you were home all day. So like a lot of the comics a generation ahead of us that we like and respect, like you know, great comics are huge like all my children fans or general hospital fans. Right. It's crazy to me.
0: Yeah, and they would just, you know, they didn't have to do as much as this, you know, social media stuff. Right. Hanging, you know, post and stuff and you know, just Travel the country with their act, and yeah. then during the day, go to you know, you're flipping check out your channels on the hotel, <laughs> watching shows, right? Get into that, yeah, for sure. That lifestyle connected, for but um I was only into it like the one, the one year. Yeah, yeah. I'm not, I don't know. You into those now? No,
1: no. I say that like it's any different than being into baseball cards or half the other mundane
0: <laughs> shit that I'm into. But now, were you off this weekend, dude? I was off. Just embracing the holidays, yeah. right? Yeah, listening to some patriotic songs. Yeah, a boy. I know that we. Um, I wanted to talk about some songs, like American songs for the Fourth. Do you have some? Because uh, you you go in there like Spotify and you look at those playlists, and some of them are, you know, a lot of them eh. have the same songs. Some of them are just.
1: Yeah,
0: I don't know if there's that many like great, you know. And then you you separate right the patriotic ones from like, you know, the country, the Toby Keith like I'm gonna, you know. Well, they just keep doing it, generations. Right? We'll put a it my boot flag. In your ass. <laughs> yeah. My flag is made of my balls. <laughs> America is, you know, it's like, yeah, I get it, man. Mm. I love it too. I love it here. Great place to be. Great place <laughs> to be. But wow, that is aggressive.
1: I think every every generation has like you know their versions of these America songs, right, over and over again, and they're just gonna keep adapting and evolving, but that was a weird time period right after uh, 9-11 where
0: they got real angry. Oh, yeah. My mom uh, sent me a great one, um, America, the the Neil Diamond one. You know, We're Coming to America. Uh-huh. I always love that one. That's a great song. That's an all-timer. And then we've talked. I know we have to, like, have covered Living in America. Little James Brown? Which is, uh, you know, you can get tired of that one, but...
1: Yeah, they use it a lot in movies and shit, right? And but it's a it's a great song, and it hits, it slaps, you know. It does slap. It slaps differently. It does this time of year. It really does. It really does. Um, Dolly Parton's "Color Me America." I don't know that one. You're not familiar with that? No. This was like a uh, this was another uh, post 9/11 one uh, that that kind of got some popularity right in that time. Like, oh really? Yeah. After all of that, she kind of did a big.
0: Uh, Yeah, I'm pro-America song. See, dude, I'm like peanut butter and jelly. Like, you know me. The America songs, I like. You want the ones. You want the old school. 200 years ago.
1: It's like when we talked about uh, uh, Christmas carols. You want the ones from like the 30s to 40s. (laughs) You want your Lee Greenwoods or get the fuck out. You don't want to mess around (laughs) Toby Keats. The new Donald Glover one, Uh, you'd hate that.
0: No, I like that. I have seen that. It's really good. That video is something else. Yeah, it is. Um, Uh, There's, um, um, you know, Tom Petty, American Girl. Yeah. That song kicks off which movie? That's a, like a, a little trivia question. For I don't know. Can you hot dog a movie? Yeah, I think you can try. It depends on the movie title.
1: Give it a go. Um, quiet Sheep. Uh, quiet of the Sheep. Silence of the Lambs.
0: <laughs> Is it really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize that was the opening track to that movie. Yeah, that scene, that movie, right? She, the girl's driving around and she's about to get murdered. Yeah. I think it's uh, time Patty. I didn't of Patty. realize
1: that was a song. Oh, that's great. That dude... Uh, that dude has a history of uh, a lot of movie soundtracks for his songs. I know that about him. Tom Petty? Yeah, dude's made a lot of extra money off of uh, movie soundtracks.
0: Yeah, is he as much as Randy Newman, though? How about that dude? <laughs>
1: that dude's the best at it.
0: He is so good
1: at it. <laughs> There's, I think every generation has one of those, too, right? You have your Randy Newman, you have your uh, Tom Petty. Who was the dude from uh, who did the Footloose song in every movie song? Kenny though? Loggins. Kenny Loggins. Oh,
0: yeah, man. Yeah.
1: I just I just picture him them just giving him a title and him just making a movie, you know, just making a song about it, just using the title alone. All right, lover boy, all right, lover boy boy, lover boy. You know, you could just do anything in that formula.
0: How about you're a grand old flag? That's a great one. High flying flag. But do people know the lyrics to that? Like, I don't know the lyrics to that at all. I think like the first verse. I know, like you're a grand old flag, you're a flag. You're high flying flag. That's your high flying flag. And there's like a never a boast or a brag in there that I think that really? rhymes with. Yeah. And then there's like a uh, it, like remixes into like old Lang Zion or something. <laughs> it's yeah. like let old acquaintance but, be uh, forgot da, or da, something da, like that. Da, and it's like what? What are you doing now? What is that? It was a pivot. What let- song is that? That's a different one. Get out of this song. <laughs> Old song? It's distracting almost. First, that was America's first remix. How long has that song been around? Uh, let's take a look here. George M. Cohan wrote it. You want to guess a year on this? You're a grand old flag. You're a high-flying flag. Yeah. And forever in peace may you wave. You're the emblem, <laughs> emblem of the land I love. You're the emblem of the land I love. Try and get that out of your mouth. You're the emblem of the land I love. The, <laughs> the home of the free and the brave. Every heart beats true under red, white, and blue. There you go. Here you go, Jimmy. Where there's never a boast or a brag. <laughs> but but should, should... Oh, and then here comes with that... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Remix. Bring in Guy Lombardo. <laughs> but, but should old acquaintance be... What? Like, what is that? You're the grand old, but the old acquaintance. You're the... It's a total. It's just like This a, is a cascade? Absolutely. Total. Absolutely. What a move. This is, you like hip hop, Jim? I do. I found some. This is the origins of hip hop. We dug out some hip hop and some patriarchal songs. That's what we do. We look like we're all over the place. We sound, we were going nowhere. Nowhere at all. How many minutes ago?
1: Too many, if I'm being honest.
0: Should we talk about um, this land is your land? I like that one. This land is my land. From where? From to
1: the New York Island.
0: California. (laughs) I just picture California right here, like a block over. California <laughs> so the Dan Ryan who uh who wrote that one that was written by Yankee Doodle Dandy <laughs> that can't be true can't it is doodle. a Yankee Doodle Dandy we got we have to look at those lyrics too oh yeah and the uh the origin of Yankee Doodle Dandy I was calling the boys that this morning they came downstairs look at these two Yankee Doodle Dandies <laughs> like, What the hell is going digging on? in uh digging into Fortnite oh those kids are the best no, they got the uh, the food in the basement speech. That's what the that's how their day started. <laughs> not a dandy. What? Uh, who wrote Yankee Doodle? Then I'm not sure who wrote who wrote that. But this land is your land. Um, was you know who that is? A, a hot dog. This land is your land. Please do, because it's a name I think you know. Now this is a name I know. Okay, right? but I don't know anything about him. I did a little bit of a. You know, dive on them today. Okay, I checked them out. A little background check. All right, I know some guys. I ran some numbers. <laughs> I I went downtown. Went you, through some files. You typed this into Wikipedia. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> I, I felt like Mike Toomey when I just said that. <laughs> it was really I good. I went downtown and, dude, I got to tell you, total sidebar. Mike, uh-huh. uh, I bring up Mike Toomey. Mike Toomey, if you guys don't know, Mike Toomey is uh, on Channel Nine every day. Chicago's like morning show, mm-hmm. biggest morning show. In Chicago. Probably in the country, dude. Right? I think so.
1: Yeah, like for a local.
0: Yeah. For, yeah.
1: And, uh, and and one of the funniest stand-up comics to ever do it.
0: No doubt. One of the best comics to ever do it. Um, traveled forever. Used to travel a lot more before Absolutely. he got the, the day gig. Absolutely. Um, but anyway, I, I did a Toomey bit the other day. Because he told me with his kid, his son, you know. He's got, what, four boys? Yeah. One of the bits was. Uh, so he's got. Three boys and a girl. Well, with his one son. Well, he's got, yeah, he's got three boys and a girl. Anyway, with his one kid, he used to give him crap all the time about, like, yeah, I'll use the context that I did it. I was playing catch with Luke, and he, like, didn't catch, you know. And I'm like, oh, man, six, six-year-old me would have had that. Like, <laughs> I just love that oh, bit.
1: It's <laughs> so awesome. See, but, that's so mean. So, his, there's no way to prove that. this
0: kid was like getting ripped, like uh-huh. lifting a ton of weights, and you know, just getting like you know, big. Mm. And Mike would, you know, just <laughs> not like, dude, you're getting ripped, just be like, dude, 18 year old me would have kicked your ass. <laughs> you think you're that's so great? <laughs> so, I've already started on uh, on Luke. Oh, that's awesome. Starting at six. Really? You couldn't get that? Six-year-old me would have had that. <laughs> Come on, dive. You ever heard of diving? Six-year-old me would have been out here throwing the ball off the wall all day. You're down in the basement. <laughs> Playing Fortnite. Leaving food for ants. <laughs> so, anyway. All right, so, I'll hot dog. This land is your land. Harrelson, Savannah. Harrelson, Savannah. I want to go. Brims. F- huh. Brims jumping in the on this. a
1: second. I was going local. I was thinking Hawk for a second there, but you're going Harrelson. I'm going Woody. What was the last one?
0: Savannah Woody. This was a tough one. Guthrie. Yeah, you could go Woody. Woody Arlo. Mm. Arlo Guthrie is his son. That's another name that I like know, but I, I don't really know much about him. I don't know that either. I know Savannah Guthrie. She he, was on the
1: Today Show or something. Is that correct? Yeah, she's a host That's of a that. Good call. Yeah. So. Ah, that
0: is a name I know. Woody Guthrie, man. Yeah, who? Woody Guthrie wrote This Land Is Your Land. Okay. And he had um, a huge influence on folk and country music. This guy influenced Bob Dylan. He was like mentored Bob Dylan. Wow. Very interesting story if you want to check out Woody Guthrie. He's connected to, uh, you ever heard of this guy Lead Belly? No. They say Lead Belly is like the uh, connector to, his name is Huddy. Willie Ledbetter, okay, and he went by Leadbelly, okay, and he wrote like "In the Pines." Remember when Nirvana did that on the yeah. Unplugged? "In the Pines," yeah, that's a Leadbelly song. Really, he talks about him in that concert. He is like the Beatles credit him for their existence. Like, just one of those dudes who fascinating stuff, dude. When so- we were at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, yeah, there was a big Leadbelly. That's, like, that's how it starts almost. Like he's there. Is the beginning oh, the yeah. origin story? Wow. of music. Okay, so he's connected to Woody Guthrie. Woody, Woody Guthrie, Guthrie said that all he did was he's like, you want to you want to be good at uh, performing, just find someone and copy them. He's like, that's all I did. I just copied Lead Belly, and that's, then you you know you you undoubtedly like put your own self into it. Sure, you just you know. So anyway, oh, it's fascinating. So he wrote Woodrow Wilson Guthrie. That's his name. Oh man, he was named after. That's a lot of pressure, isn't it, not? I mean, that fits our podcast, too. Yeah, this but is that was...
1: not a lot of pressure to name your kid the full name of someone who's already famous for something?
0: I don't know. We almost named, uh, Elliot Barack Obama McGann. <laughs> you know? Why not? These are... This is my son, it's Denzel President. Washington Flanagan. <laughs> Can you imagine people still do that? <laughs> this is, uh, Donald Trump McGann <laughs> and, uh, Barack Obama McGann. <laughs>
1: This is my daughter Giannis and Tuukka Compo Flanagan.
0: <laughs> Dude, I do not know how to say
1: that. I, c- I wasn't even close. Why did I go into that name? I could have picked any name that I knew, I and mean, I go that to Giannis. Is very challenge. I wasn't even close. Huge on challenge. That. I apologize. I just called Giannis. Yeah, is that what you do? Yeah. You don't even use the last name because you guys are pals. No, and then I'll just I'll, I'll just
0: talk about the Bucks, <laughs> the whole team. Yeah, you know Giannis, Giannis and the gang, the Bucks, you know, all of them. They're for real. <laughs> they're real good. Fear the deer, baby. The Bucks and the Suns. That's uh, that's the NBA Finals. That is
1: the that is the most like because all they want is big markets. They want you know huge names. They want LeBron. They want Kevin Durant. All sports do right,
0: and they get Milwaukee versus Phoenix. It's gonna be great. A tale as old as time. And Marv Albert will not be there because that is as far as it can go. The conference finals, Marv. If we go finals, they're going to start talking about it.
1: <laughs> well, okay. But no, also, uh, is it ABC probably gets the finals? Oh, do they? You know what I mean? Like TNT, they get up through the conference finals and then the big money comes in. And now they, uh, now you get that on real television.
0: Oh, real TV.
1: Uh, network versus basic come cable. Come out and
0: sing our, our anthem, our, another great American song. America the Beautiful, Ray Charles.
1: Yes. He was not the originator, though, is that correct? He didn't write
0: that? He didn't write that. No, yeah. he
1: did a version of it, but it wasn't just him.
0: They said that uh, Woody Guthrie wrote, This Land is Your Land, in response to Irving Berlin's uh, America. Yeah, he was more of like a socialist, Woody yes. Guthrie. Is that correct? Yeah, I guess on his guitar, he had a uh, sticker or something on his guitar that said, This machine kills fascists. <laughs> That's what he played with. Really? Yeah. I've seen that. I want to get that sticker for our roadcast here, for our (laughs) podcast machine here. I've seen that as a t-shirt. I just didn't know where that stemmed from. You've seen it as a t-shirt? Yeah. So someone wears it and and then they're the machine? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Or maybe they changed the word machine.
1: No, probably not. They're probably ripped like Mike Toomey's kid.
0: (laughs) So Woody Guthrie, dude, his son Arlo wrote and uh, recorded that song, The City of New Orleans. Okay. You know the city of New Orleans? No. Like, you don't know that you do know the song. I probably do, but not from like, hearing Good you sing Morning it America, How Are You? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, my name's Arlo. Randall Yankee Doodle. Did you know that Yankee Doodle Dandy was an insult? Yeah, it was like a British like a British like they wrote it. And they yeah. would call them like that, right, calling us soft, calling
1: yeah. us like,
0: <laughs> and we sing it. Like putting a feather in his cat. Yeah, like yeah, acting like a. Yeah, I think they were like, oh really? Uh huh. Like, they they owned it as they say now, right? Oh, are you gonna sing that about us? We love it. I, yeah, th- I never knew that, doodle dandy. I never knew that. I don't, like we're singing it in schools, and the British kids gotta be like, look, look at them. They're embracing it. These red coats. <laughs> They don't even know how to make fun of people. <laughs> they do not. It's like, you think that's an insult? Mm-hmm. Being a dandy? <laughs> You're a dandy if you do. That's in Tombstone, right? So, dandy was like a uh, must have been in there, like as an insult, as a word that people would, uh, would use or maybe say about someone. It's a big one. Foppish dandy is something
1: I've heard. I know that's foppish a great. Foppish dandy? That's a great turn of phrase. What's a that? Foppish dandy?
0: What's a foppish dandy?
1: It is a pejorative term for a foolish man excessively concerned with his appearance and clothes in 17th century England.
0: Back up. What's pejorative?
1: <laughs> I have no idea, Pat. That's why <laughs> I read it. Um, many of the similar alternate terms are coxcomb, fribble, or popinjay. <laughs> popinjay? Ridiculous. A popinjay. A fashion monger, or a ninny.
0: Or a ninny. You're a grand old ninny. <laughs> You're a- you're, you're a, a high-flying ninny. You're a foppish, fribble,
1: coxcomb ninny.
0: You're the emblem of ninnies. Someone was like, "I think there was a pejorative." He just said about me. <laughs> that sounds. This guy was pejorative was towards he me. He's just
1: pejorativing us.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Uh, we should talk like that more. I posted a clip online today, and somebody uh, wrote on there like, "You could be. You don't need. You could be funny without this language." It's like, yeah, you're right. Someone said that? I could take some of those swears out. And I could. I think there's some uh, residual profanity from the last year plus. I might be uh, swearing a little more. Getting it out? You couldn't do it here, right? I was talking to uh, a couple of dads about it last night, actually, at this barbecue. This guy's like, you swear around your kids? It's like, I do sometimes. Yeah, I do. And what do they do? They're like, Dad, you're not supposed to say that. It's a bad word. Yeah, they don't like it. They'll cringe. And then I I just say... um, you don't talk like that. Well, here's the thing, right? We just talk about, like, not giving the words too much power, not freaking out about, you know. Sure. Because uh, Elliot fell and uh, said shit. Oh. And uh, he felt really bad about it. So then he was, like, hurt and then felt all this guilt. Yeah. Person. I was like, dude, actually, that's when you thats when you say it. You, yeah. You nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You nailed the usage. It's, it's okay. Yeah. yeah. Right. right.
1: That's when, that's when it's time. Oh shit. Right. It hurts. Right. Yeah. Okay. That's what, that's what it's for. Like you say it then. Right. You don't know, just be like, I got to take a shit. Like, no, no one, you don't do yeah. that. You don't want to become that guy. You know, you say it then. Or like if mom starts getting on you. Uh-huh. Cut you the know. shit. Right. <laughs> Enough of <for> this. <laughs> um, what was this, the person you were conversing with? What was the context with them? Were they like. They yeah, I think they,
0: they they did, too. They were like, just, hey, and checking in. Is it really okay bad about it. that yeah. we accidentally do this sometimes? Okay. Right. Okay. I could see that. I mean, because that's the whole thing. You don't want to be, but people talk differently. Yeah, they do. We used to say tis of thee. We did. About this country. We did. <laughs> right? That's our country, tis of thee. Tis of
1: thee. And I would like to start saying more. I feel like you'd look a little bit like a Poppin' if you were walking around saying
0: tis of thee everywhere you go. <laughs> be a real coxcomb. Our podcast, tis of thee. Sweet land of Brimley. <laughs> of thee, we. Then they got to mix in. Oh, Lord, we we'll
1: <laughs> Why would you even go
0: to that song in that moment? Dude, give me that hook. <laughs> give me that hook from All Lang Syne. Bring that beat back. Can you drop that in? Oh, yeah, this is smooth. Mm. This flag is grand. <laughs> High flying. <laughs> this flag is old, but this beat is fresh. <laughs> this land is your land. <laughs> This land is my. Let all
1: <laughs> acquaint. I think we should just remix that into every song. <laughs> no song would be made worse by Old Lang Sign, right?
0: <laughs> You're just confused by what day it is all of a sudden. <laughs> I just read, white, and blew your mind. <laughs> there it is. I'm going to stick this flag up your. <laughs> That's how all <long> the songs. <laughs> this country was. <laughs> it used to be. Well, I'm proud. Yeah, kind of morphed, right? Yeah.
1: I love it here. It's a pretty nice place. <laughs> Think about all the cool stuff around you. to like, hey, fuck
0: you if you don't like it, man. From purple mountains, <laughs> mad above the fruited, I'll put this flag up your ass. <laughs> if you look at me wrong, I'll drive my truck on your face. And now for the number one hit in North America, flagging your ass.
1: <laughs> right. Hey, doesn't this guy own a bunch of restaurants?
0: This land is your land. This land. This land is my land. From California. All of it. You don't like it. Get out.
1: What? May old (laughs) acquaintance. Can we talk about how big Toby Keith got, though? I mean, this dude was Jimmy Buffett big, right? Like, He's putting his boot in people's asses. He's got 400 seat restaurants in every tourist. They city all went of the out country. of business. I know, but it's just he crazy.
0: He, he's, dude, that guy. I saw something on, uh, in one of those documentaries. I think we talked about it. I think it was Chris Christofferson was talking about he was doing like some benefit and Chris Christofferson was going out there and he was, you know, in Vietnam and he had spoken out about the war and was, um, you know labeled as a uh, a liberal sure a grand old flag sure a, <laughs> a high flying flag a Dandish foppy a dandy if you will a foppy dandish <laughs> a Yankee doodle a Yankee doodle <laughs> you little you scribble drawing a little <laughs> Yankee cartoon Mets cartoon. So dude he's going out there to sing a song for this benefit mm-hmm. and Toby Keith gets in his face he goes, Hey, Chris, don't go out there and do any of that lib shit. (laughs) Don't go out there saying all that lib shit. See, that's when you don't say shit. And Chris Christofferson threw him up against a wall or or said, like, fuck you. You didn't serve. You weren't in the war. You weren't, you know. Wow. And it was. (laughs) I love it. Exactly what the guy deserved. I love it. I mean, I've never served either. No. I would never say anything but that's hilarious but then you got this loudmouth, yeah who thinks that his opinion matters or that he's smart somehow because he sold a bunch of records to people that they don't know anything christopherson was there
1: right yeah, sounds like he was pissed pissed offerson <laughs> oh man i can't take
0: credit for that i feel like that's been done somehow oh, right no 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 that was awesome <laughs> we gotta shellac that one <laughs> that is a sound bite. <laughs> Let's Put that in that. the intro, Ben. Please Let's don't. Let's cut it up. Please don't. Cut it up, dice it up, and toss it in. Because <laughs> I'm proud to be a Brimley. We're at least. Yeah, Lee Greenwood had a couple of hits. He, did. he was just like, can you imagine? He was like, I, No one's buying anything. When I talk, I got to write something about America again. We love it. Lee, I think you should branch out. I mean, you'd, you'd like other things. you do other stuff. Not as much as I love <laughs> this great country. But I'm proud to be an American. <laughs> of course you are, Lee. We all are. I know, but God bless this place. <laughs> yeah, they do. Yeah, we're, we're always calling for that. The
1: residual checks that are coming into the, the Greenwood household next month have to be massive, right?
0: Oh, now that you
1: see it like on, uh, you know. After July, though, every August, they got to get paid. Retirement commercials. Yeah. Insurance commercials. He has released more than 20 major label albums and has charted more than
0: 35 singles on the Billboard charts. He must watch the news and just be like, listen, uh, if we do bomb them tomorrow, (laughs) get get ready to drop. Drop the bomb and then drop the album. You know know how we do it, right? You You know the drill?
1: Button one, then button two. (laughs)
0: When they when the military drops, we drop. Okay? That's how we do it here at Lee Greenwood Enterprises. Are you up to speed? Because the last guy didn't get it. Last guy misread that skirmish in the Middle East and didn't drop it right away, and they went with this other thing. <laughs> went with this other thing.
1: <laughs> Who knows. So what do he do? He did uh, God bless the USA, right? Yeah. And
0: then uh what were the other ones? Didn't he do uh, "Proud to Be an American"? Yes, I love the. Are part those where two you have separate? To... I mean, they might be the same song. They are, they are, essentially,
1: right. Yeah, I think they are the same song.
0: Are they? Come on, I think they he are. He doesn't have two songs.
1: He might have another one, right? Oh, I got a "God Bless the USA" is also known as "Proud to Be an American." Oh, it is, and it was it was considered to be his first signature song.
0: Really? Yeah, Lee. Green... You know his name is Robert E. Lee Greenwood. Come on, no, I'm kidding. okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was so
1: good, though. I was like, "This is fucking perfect." No, I'm swearing too much.
0: He only Sorry, had Pat's he only Instagram had the one follower. All right, God bless USA. All right, well, I stand corrected. I'm
1: sure he's got some other ones about it, right? Yeah. He uh, in 1989. This is great. You want to talk about monetizing? So everything you said was correct. In 1989, you want to talk about monetizing? Greenwood released a Canadian version of the song called "God Bless You Canada." No. So not even from their perspective, like from the perspective of American. (laughs) God bless you, Canada. Thanks
0: for Brian Adams
1: and syrup.
0: (laughs) That's like, remember when Elton John did that? When his good friend, (laughs) Princess Diana died and he re-released. Do we talk about that on here? I I feel like we just talked about this. We did. Oh yeah. When he dubbed in. Someone just. (laughs) He went in the studio and was just like. England's Rose. <laughs> <Everyone who> does, <laughs> Goodbye, Shaka Khan. And I'm proud to be a Serbian. At least on... Former USSR. <laughs> Where's their turmoil? Lee. <laughs> Lee, he's, <laughs> he's <laughs> Syrian. Well, I'm proud to be Egyptian. Proud to be a Bolivian.
1: <laughs> and i stand Yep. well i'll tell you something else that happened today pat the results are in from the uh nathan's hot dog eating contest over in uh over in new york that's a piece of liberty bow, bow, year. Bow, right
0: bow. Now,
1: now i know you um you can only have certain types of hot dogs is that correct
0: you know what yeah i'm not a fan anymore i really don't eat any of them
1: okay because what
0: the doctors call a weak Vienna stomach. beef. I like okay. Vienna beef. Vienna, yeah, dude. I like. have a, a dandy stomach. It's called a. Uh, it's a coxcomb stomach. Dandyitis, <laughs> and as a result, I don't go in lakes. I don't go in deep lakes, or eat hot dogs. Yeah, uh, uh, the, do you know who the defending world
1: champion is of the uh, hot dog contest?
0: Do I need to even hot dog Jefferson in? Oh no, you can. I mean. What we do, Mike Walnut <laughs> <Jimmy>. <laughs> Gladstone Torso <laughs> Almond. It's gotta be uh I mean, I used to think I was kind of broke into it as a Kobayashi guy. Sure. That's when I first recognized.
1: I think that's what made it popular, right? They put it on ESPN. Right. ESPN
0: had a period where they're like, We're just they're just fucking gonna watch anything we put out. I didn't believe in this Joey Chestnut guy. No. I didn't I thought that it was just not gonna be his game. Agreed. It was it, he worked at it. He was like, he, Kobayashi was like the bad boys, the Pistons. Yeah. Once Joey Chestnut broke through. See ya. This guy, and they started adding contests all over just yeah. to accommodate right. just Joey. True.
1: And he continues to break his world records. He devoured 76 hot dogs and buns in 10 minutes today. How many? 76 hot dogs and buns.
0: Seventy-six is a I mean, good for number America. for the fourth of July. Absolutely, right? There you go. And the spirit yeah, that's of it. Joey Chestnut. I mean, lives on. There's gotta be. They must have been Joey, stop there. You did it. <laughs> you got it. You did it. You got it. If you can hit 76, that's it. People will talk about you be again. Your swan song. That is all. He's it's won- either sixty-nine or seventy-six. But sixty-nine might not win, nice. Joey. His for- nearest competitor did fifty. Wow. I
1: mean, this dude is this is the Wayne Gretzky. Of eating wet hot dog bones, <laughs> he is—he
0: is the great one, he as is. you said. I just don't get how he uh, loses weight. Um, yeah, and I've you know, there is a lot of people out there that are trying stuff all the time, and the Joey Chestnut <laughs> diet is an option and something to be explored. You might as you well don't look into don't it, right? Eat much and then on um, what is it Fourth of July, yeah, on our nation's Labor birthday, Labor Day, mm-hmm. and. uh the night before Thanksgiving, you eat. That's when you eat. That's the only time. Hot dogs. It's the year. only
1: times, really. It's intermittent fasting, if you will. Just for the major holidays are the only times you eat.
0: Hi, I'm Joey Chestnut. <laughs> I'm talking about intermittent fasting. At first, it sounds absurd, right? But think about it. You eat nothing on Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday. But Thursday, you eat 76 hot dogs <laughs> in 10 minutes. <laughs> and they're wet. <laughs> and
1: they're wet.
0: <laughs> and they're wet. I, let's take a letter. Dear Joey, I could only eat three hot dogs. <laughs> Did you forget to wet them?
1: Oh, thanks. <laughs> Dear Joey, I wet those hot dogs. You t- as you told me to last in last week's mailbag, I'm now up to five. <laughs> Any more suggestions? Use more water. Okay. <laughs> Where does he train?
0: Uh somewhere with a hose i'll tell you that for sure what is going to happen to that guy is he going to die one is he going to make it to 60 i hope so he made it to 76 and that's the number that matters are we appreciating him enough he's giving us a lot
1: i don't think we are appreciating him enough he's won 14 of the last 15 titles we need to have him on the podcast (laughs) we really need (laughs) it what are we doing uh, um, he, there was a Naperville couple who entered this year, which is great. Nice to see some more celebrities in town. Really? Uh, a husband and wife combo. I'm uh, picturing the couple
0: from St. Louis <laughs> with the guns on their lawn. <laughs> They're, they were in the hot dog contest. They were. Uh, I want to see. How I'm can you join as a, a couple? What do you mean? Like they,
1: eat, they didn't do it together. They each are competitive. Eaters. Oh, they have pairs. They have couples. No, they don't. They oh, don't have oh. couples. This isn't like... This isn't. There's a singles and a doubles. So Serena and Venus compete independently and then <laughs> together. It's not like that. This is just singles. But the but there was a Naperville couple that was in the papers today that they were uh, they were heading out there to compete. Oh my!
0: Who started? And then they met. Uh, oh, at, they at met like, to uh, that. I think
1: so. Oh, I, they can met you imagine? At
0: a, uh, at a Peeps. At a Pe- I think they were eating Peeps. I like to picture it the other way. Like <laughs> if Joey Chestnut's wife got into it now. You know what he's been doing? It. I just got into it's not that hard. Like I know how to wet the hot dogs. Like I do totally it every year. <laughs> he just takes this enzyme pill. You didn't know that? You no. just take this this enzyme, and then it, it dissolves the hot dogs right away. It's, this might be low hanging
1: fruit, Pat, but I, I feel like this is a sport where marijuana should be illegal, right? As <laughs> right. a performance enhancing drug, this is where it can actually help you out a little bit, you know.
0: Yeah, that's where. That's the only place, Jim. That's the only place that evil weed needs to be <laughs> extinguished from the hot dog eating realms. There's another Toomey reference. Yeah, Talk the about evil weed. his weed, his weed bit. Um, all right, dude. Hey, how, how about this? Should we should should we jump into this? Let's do it. Yeah. Grimly's, you know what time it is. It's review time. This could be you. It's easy. Just type some words. There you go. <laughs> Nicely done. Oh, the kids are at it again. You leave food in the basement and attract insects. That's your punishment. I put you to work. That's it. That's the new punishment. They're You're not going to do anything laborious. I did make them watch a uh, video today, this morning, about the 4th of July, like something like historical Oh yeah? for kids. And uh, it was kind of good, right? You know, just some fast facts. What type of stuff did you learn? About it? how it wasn't really signed on the 4th of July. Yeah, July 2nd, I hear a lot, right? It's technically. Yeah, I guess July 2nd was something they, it was approved by Congress. Okay. And then some people signed it on the 4th, but a lot of people signed it in August. Like the majority signed it on August 2nd. Then they had stuff about Thomas Jefferson. He was young. He was 33 when he wrote that. And it can't be. It's not like today, right? You're not like, listen, we're just going to
1: fax this to everyone. You know, we just need all of you to sign a document. You can do an e-signature,
0: get it back to us. Right. We need it by the end of business today. And there's some, there's America all over this, right? Yeah. It's like, yeah, kind of. It was kind (laughs) of like that. You know, yeah, it's sort of yeah. yes. You, you have most of the story. If you have the information you need, right? If you're drilling this down to one paragraph, yeah, yeah. If it's sure. just a
1: little part of a textbook, this is the right answer.
0: That's everybody looks good with that one. That yeah. story, there yeah, that's go. good. That's All how right. that's how it happened, and uh, and then they they both died 50 years later. <laughs> Jefferson and Adams, same day. And they like talking about that. That was a fact they threw out there. Um, but you know the the other American thing about it is the for me the um yeah the the time frame of you know a little procrastinating a little like yeah, yeah. that's what but you know when do we
1: need to get that done Ooh.
0: the second I gotta call Tom I mean you guys can vote on it right you have the votes <laughs> right. why don't you do that let's just say it's done but I'm not done writing it like I gotta finish a couple words I don't even know what font to use oh, I don't even have a good pen. Something that kids did love is he wrote it, I guess, one of the drafts he wrote on the train. No. Were there trains then? No. One of them he wrote on horseback. Really? But he must have been in, like, the carriage. Yeah, right? I would think so. So he's, he's, being, he's traveling, transported. He's being transported. Across this Going great land. somewhere with us. He's seated because they had a um, desk that you put on your lap, and it was in fact called a laptop. Really? So they were saying that the Declaration of Independence was written on a laptop. Uh huh. Look there at that. Go. That's what they're arming children with <laughs> to get their interest. Now, That's is that crazy. true? Maybe yeah, not, but maybe. can you say it? Close enough. That's, Why not? It's going to keep, keep people engaged. That's it. Throw the laptop bit. I never heard that before. Give it to them. Now, but maybe I never heard it before because there weren't laptops. That's it. Right? Mount Rushmore. They talked about Mount Rushmore. I don't know. Big just, four? Just let them watch something that, you know, they're not mentioning this stuff in their, the YouTube videos they watch. Right. The kid who dyes his hair blonde and is diving in his pool with his GoPro and Nerf guns. Is that all that happens? Never talks about Livingston and Benjamin Franklin, <laughs> his contribution. He was the oldest, by the way, to sign. 70 years old. Who
1: was Any, Thomas the youngest
0: at 33? Uh no, there were a couple guys that were like twenty-six. Okay. Um and those guys there's only a couple that like went on to become president. Really? That signed it. I would have been the worst as a tw- twenty six year old me.
1: I would have been like, <laughs> I got beer on it. <laughs> you had it for four minutes.
0: I got it was in my pocket for a while, it's wrinkled, and I got beer on it. I mean, that's gotta be the ultimate the, they must have just drank for free, ate, ate for free everywhere. Like you said, this dude, you imagine the speaking circuit. Absolutely. And now welcome. Hey, what do you, what do you want me to say about,
1: uh, Uh, why don't
0: you mention I, I signed the declaration (laughs) of independence. You want to, want to tell them that? Okay. Yeah. 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 I can.
1: But they're like hesitant. Like, I don't know. I don't have a lot.
0: I guess if you need to
1: say something, I guess you could say that I I signed the declaration of independence (laughs) between John Adams and if you have to say something, (laughs) Between John Adams and Thomas Jefferson.
0: <laughs> yes, I signed it. Yes, Hancock is a dick. <laughs> yes. I heard all the questions. He is. Did Jefferson write it? Yes, I guess. Yeah. He got help, though. Yeah. Well,
1: this I is mean, something they don't share in the textbooks, but uh, he wasn't writing that alone. You know? And yeah. uh, we had to keep him on task a lot. There were, he likes
0: to party. There were other people. Was this They're playing past the feather? <laughs> past the quill? I'm just saying, if you look at it, a lot of that handwriting isn't the same, right? Just analyze it. Um, it is a pretty uh, solid document, and if you want to see it, it is uh, on display at the Luxor this, this month. Is that correct? No. Okay, why are you doing this to me? Why are you making up terrible things? <laughs> they started traveling, the Declaration. And next week, it'll be at of Howard
1: Johnson in Lincoln, Nebraska. They're just doing a road show with the Declaration of Independence. Isn't this something they try and steal in every major motion picture? <laughs> you can see it at Golf
0: Mill Mall. <laughs> at the world's largest Bass Pro Shop. In Check out Beaufort. the declaration. Get some Sbarro. <laughs> Check out a great American document and have some great American fries. Have a sip of fries while you're there. <laughs> they should start touring that thing. hmm Let think it come should. to you. It doesn't have to be the real one. No. They've done replications of things like that, right? I would imagine. Bring it out of the, uh, I think it's in uh, the National Archives building in D.C. You can go see it.
1: Okay. That makes more sense.
0: Yeah. but
1: <laughs> I would like it if it was at the Luxor. <laughs> it's, like, it's such a random thing to make up. I didn't think you could. That's a sign of a good bit right there. <laughs>
0: uh, oh, man, you are a grand old flag, my friend.
1: All right. We got some reviews. Yes.
0: Is that where we started? Oh, yeah, this? yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. That's why we uh, hit that button earlier. Uh, we gotta awesome, get
1: together, dude. I got a barbecue to get to.
0: Can we can we play
1: that one more time? While I'm pulling these up. What great work by the by the childrens
0: by the childrens <laughs> <laughs> by the sparrows.
1: By, by the little Samaras. I got
0: that. I got a uh, review right in front of me, Jimmy. I, and I and I'm gonna read this one. I like this one. It's from uh, Tim Mulk. Tim Mulk. If this is uh, this might be someone I know, but I know a you uh, Mulks Mulcahy is where I'm a going with this. Mulks. I know some Mulcahys. Um, I think you're right. This is a very nice review here. Here we go, gents. I've been with you from the start, lurking and laughing along. I never thought I would write a review. I haven't reviewed anything in my life. I can relate to that. Yeah. I mean, right? But Same. much appreciated. And hey, I, it. I have reviewed a couple of things since. Yeah. Because I have you lived, understand the value, right? The experience of the value, right? Uh, so very much appreciated, Tim Mulk stepping up here. And uh, out of your comfort zone, something that you don't usually do, and writing a review—love it. Here we go. Your Love live it. from Indie After Party Show. Was has inspired me. The episode felt like it would be like to sit in McGann's backyard around a fire at two thirty in the morning with the two of you. I, I, Very much so. I'm picturing a controlled fire. Let's hope so. Right. Hope so. <laughs> <laughs> something. We'll see what happens. Throw Hello. in some aquarium flamethrowing. <laughs> if we did set this place ablaze, we would have been hilarious about it. So either way works. Throw in some aquarium flamethrowing and your genuine love of indie, and the whole episode is a winner. Please consider doing at least one episode live from the road at least once a quarter. I love the idea. Tim. If we could pull that off, that would be awesome.
1: I feel like that was the whole point of where we were headed, right? Yeah, right.
0: And then obviously things just got, you know,
1: changed pretty quickly. For sure. Uh, But yeah, I love it. Good. This is great. What a solid review.
0: review. And and I got to tell you, if this is, all right, Tim Mulk, you could really go to Tim Mulcahy here. I I have some stories um, that I'm going to talk to uh, regardless. I'm going to talk to the original Tim Mulcahy that I have in mind and see if we can get some green lights because I got a couple of stories with this dude. Oh, yeah? Oh, my Lord. I can't wait to hear this. Um, Yeah. Sometimes you're like, do I want to, like, do you talk about, like, do you want to put on record, uh, like, the first time you got drunk? If like the first time you drank, you know, do you want that out there? What's the
1: bad of it? I mean, it depends on what right. happened when you were drinking. You know, everyone has a first time they were drinking, right? So that's not that this relatable. has anything
0: to do with him. No, that was not. No. You were. If someone's <laughs> connecting <laughs> tissue out there, one thing did not lead it led to the other. Sure. There, there's a theme there somewhere. Okay. There's been a, a shared experience, but not the first time and not a... Uh, not to throw anyone under the bus, but that's where you're at, and that's that's what you dance. That's yeah. the the thing, the dance you are in, and then you got names involved, and then, you know, I get it. So well, let's see if we can get some clearance on that. That's a great review. We got three last week, man. I I heard a, from a lot of people on these episodes, by the way. Oh I, yeah, we got a couple of notes. I got a, uh, notes from some Brimleys, and uh, yeah, it was fantastic to hear from people. Thanks for. Uh, you know, the nice feedback on the the indie episode. Yeah, Stephen reached out, said he loved
1: the uh, the all over the place after dark. Uh, Barry reached out, and she made it clear to me that the person at the hotel desk uh, definitely thought I was the wedding DJ, not a cool Euro DJ. So thanks for <laughs> that. Sometimes you don't have to reach out all the time, Brimley's, you know, but uh,
0: thank you. And we got one from Izzy yeah right here indie episode you want me to read this one here either or indie episode so recording at 2am makes you two even more hilarious you were literally all over the place yes we were <laughs> the fireworks conversation <laughs> had me laughing out loud in the car quote this one was grandma oh yeah this one's grandma's favorite comedy gold oh that's awesome what a it's nice thank review thank you that's a great compliment yeah that was uh, fun I remember now talking about the uh, yeah you were nailing the sound effects too the <laughs> <laughs> what were you doing the uh, are <laughs> you doing it everyone, ah, everyone, everyone watch him. (laughs) I did it. We were there last night. I heard it last night.
1: That's great. Right? I love it. I was driving downtown last night for a show at an 11 o'clock show. It's about 930. I'm driving downtown and there are just like, I'm on 90, uh, one of the major highways here going to the city. And there are just fireworks from every direction. And it just felt like. When you're watching a movie or something, you know, right. like a car chase on, on New Year's Eve or something. It was awesome. It was just a cool feeling with just all of that happening around you. Was there a lot of traffic? Not bad at all, really, because it was during the fireworks. I, I couldn't have timed it worse, but because you're going to the city on a clear night right. was, and everyone's doing their fireworks, it was perfect. It was It was a blast.
0: Oh, that's a nice ride back. Yeah. There you go. So did you have? Uh, you were off last night. You had a show.
1: I, I had a show last night. I was oh, had, uh, I was at Zane's at eleven uh, for their for their late night show.
0: Oh yes, I forgot that you had that.
1: It was fun. It was a weird. It was a weird night. At the same time, it was one of those. I was trying to record a set. You ever try and record a set and then like. like there's no way this is going to go well right like like all these things you know you want to get a clip of a joke right and 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 then everything is going to happen to like make it worse
0: you know and and and, you
1: know what i'm talking about is that a thing you're familiar with
0: definitely i think
1: all comics are familiar with this fact that like the moment you say you're going to record other shit starts happening
0: you don't even want to even talk about it right there's um, there's different ways to approach it it. sometimes you want you know sometimes you're open about it sometimes you're not you try and, like, sometimes it's your show. Sometimes right. you're like, I'm just going to drop in, do a guest spot. It's a nice time to, to get a good tape sometimes, right? If you know it's going to be a hot crowd on a Friday or Saturday. Um, although there's some some etiquette to spots too, yeah. right? But, no, if you can get a hot audience, right? On a Friday or Saturday, great night to to record, right? And I'm just trying to get clips of, like, specific bits, right? So the whole thing, I just, you know,
1: I, yeah. but I want a good set, right? And that's all you're after. You want um, something for TikTok. That's it. That's what I'm after, you know? I need to get my TikTok followers up. I want to start with one, and then I think I want to go more followers than, <laughs> from there.
0: So I think that'll be good. I think people my age should call it TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Was, yes, like, Dad. Actually, <laughs> actually, Dad. It's tick. Tock <laughs> mother you know right. You're like it's tick tock tick tock you so, gotta get it going right
1: so i'm uh, i'm recording a set right well I, i'm there to do a show okay and uh the 11 o'clock show um and then i see james webb who's a producer and he's there and he's like i'm gonna stick around and do the 11 and i was like oh cool can i give you a few bucks and you record my set all right and he's like perfect and I'm like, you know, it's going to be a smaller crowd, but let's just do it. I, I really need to get this set recorded, right? So, so you didn't know until then.
0: Yeah, I just—I so made this decision. Less.
1: I made this decision last minute, but right. I'm paying someone to record this now, right? Sure. And I'm like, you know, it's a smaller crowd, but it's—it's uh, it, it's going to be a good crowd. It's a holiday weekend. Everything's going to be fine, right? right. And then just everything starts stacking up against me. You know, I'm like, hey, who—who is this person I'm after? I'm not familiar with this name. And they're like, oh, this guy, uh, he's a comic, Uh, he was on SNL for a season, um, and he just had a movie come out, and then he's filming another movie in town. So, like, most of the audience is people who are on that movie with him. Really? Yeah. So it's like, oh, okay, cool, I'm following that guy. That's probably not the best. Who is it? Uh, John Rudnitsky. John Rudnitsky. I should get that right. Yeah. Yeah. John Rudnitsky. Do you know who this is? No, he I don't. He was an SNL cast member, 2015, 2016. He was just in a movie called In the Heights. Okay. Um, and, like, he had the choreographer there from the movie. And, like, it was very, very cool. Which Heights? Uh, Arlington? <laughs> just call it, I believe so. It's about the new Bears stadium. It was Glenn a musical Dale? about the Bears' new stadium. <laughs> Um so it's very cool, but you're like, this isn't what you want to follow when right. you're, you know, gonna be recording a set. So you're just starting to see just check things off with everything going against you, right? And then like someone is late and it's like, okay, I'm getting pushed on the list and you know, and so it's like just nothing going well. And then uh Amy Shanker was in town, is a very funny comic doing. Did this, you have
0: someone record this?
1: Uh
0: oh, oh, <laughs> this whole story,
1: <laughs> this long ass story about it. No, no, no. Would that <laughs> that <question? be> great? <laughs>
0: so, so I, I got a recording of someone saying to you well this guy before you was on SNO for two years he's doing all these movies and you like kind of don't give a shit but right, right. you're also kind of like yeah. processing it yeah. oh, okay you're figuring it out and, and they're all here all these people are here to see, see
1: him. him and then you're after him and oh, okay all right that's gonna suck and then amy shanker did the seven and nine o'clock shows and her parents were in town And she's like, I want my parents to see you do stand-up. I think they would love you, so they're gonna stay just for your set. And I'm like, they've been
0: here since
1: seven. Wow. There's no way I'm having a good set, right? At 11.45, they're gonna hate me, even if they like it. The fact that they're there and I'm going up at 11.45, no, there's no way this goes well, Did you get any footage of that? So I'm pacing the back (laughs) of the room now, right? You know me, I am just pacing the back of the room, like ready. Uh, John is up, so I've got about five minutes to go. All of a sudden, someone pounds on the back door Can I just
0: say for one second Uh that that you pacing is the most relaxing thing for me? (laughs) (laughs) The predictability Uh. of your uh, anxiousness Uh is... Really calms it's me just, down. It's a good Because, like, oh thing man, there it is. Ooh, that's what I've been I after. I haven't seen that for a minute. Oh, I miss this, right? But I feel like you don't do it as much as you used to. No, no. And Zanies is a tough place. You know, you paint the picture now. Yeah. There's not really a lot of room for a it Flanagan plays. pace. Right, right. Because Jim likes to. It's tight you quarters, like to get back your there. headspace. Yeah. You, you will go into a different. I see it. Yeah. You, you get into your game Change mode. Change modes, right? You can get there. And that I when I get that energy from you, mm-hmm. enough. And this uh, you're ready I to get, go. You're all right. See you like, see go you. tear that carpet up. Mm-hmm.
1: I'm gonna. That's just- not true. You don't. You ask me questions. Also, you you feed into it sometimes too. Just oh, sometimes. Yeah. Just to you're gonna wear that shirt. Okay. All right. Like why? What? What's wrong with it? <laughs> You're so going up like that? I'm, I'm mid-paced, five minutes before my set. Someone pounds on the back door, so I go to let him in. Because it's a showcase night, and there's all kinds of comics coming through, right? And someone's like, don't open the door, don't open the door. Like, okay, fine. Employees only, sorry, whatever. Um, so employee stands next to me and opens the door. Craig Robinson walks in. Oh, wow, really? Yeah, Craig Robinson, uh, who is Daryl from The Office, yeah. for anyone who doesn't know. Um, brilliantly funny stand-up comedian. But now it's like, oh, cool, okay. So now, I, like, I, am I getting bumped for Craig Robinson? Right. Or is he just going to, you know, is he staying to watch? Um, and they're like, and then, you know, right before the previous comic closes. They're like, he's not going up. So you're still next. I'm like, okay, great. You know, I get to follow this dude murdering in front of all of his friends. Perfect.
0: <laughs> Which again, none of this is bad. Is it's he just he like involved with the movie too. No, he was just
1: there to watch. He was at Laugh Factory, I guess before that, and then came over to Zany's and none of this is bad. It was just like the, the, the decision I made to record right. then made all of these things a chain reaction. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah. So I went up, I had a fine set. I had, I had, I had a good set, you know, but I came back and Craig was gone. Uh, Which is so? I walked Craig Robinson during all of this. Oh
0: my goodness! I walked Craig Robinson. No, you didn't. I mean, he
1: was—you know—he was just stopping in to say hello while he was in. But it's not a great feeling when you sit down. You know, they're there, and then you
0: come back, and they're gone. Why do you think he left? Were you doing the uh, piano bit? (laughs) Did you sit down at the piano and do your uh, Zach? I did my I did
1: my Daryl from the Office impression, and I think that might have been it
0: you know what, that is hilarious, Uh, and uh, I can't believe he didn't go up. No, he just came, hung out, I mean,
1: had one drink, introduced himself to Brian and left. It was very, very brief, but it was just like every piece of anxiety that you could, you know, and all just stemming from me going, yeah, I'll record. And every one of these things that's happening, just see James Webb processing it in his mind too. You know, and so what like,
0: number were you on that list? I was five out of eight. Okay. Which yes. is not a, yeah.
1: the best spot to record from, anyways, right. during a you know, like a late night show, right? Yeah. But I was like, it's here. Why not give it a go? And how did SNL guy do? He did great. They loved him. Yeah. You know, and then right before he brought me up, he's like, by the way, the movie we were just talking about, the choreographer's here, right here, front row. And like so he stands up and takes a bow,
0: you know. <laughs> oh, Oh, he, so he's pushing the movie. He's
1: pushing the movie. He's talking about the movie. He's talking about like the dance numbers they did because it's a musical. Okay. And then he's like, thank you, good night. And then they cheer for him. And then he goes, oh, I forgot to tell you. The choreographer's in the front row. <laughs> he stands up and takes a bow. And then Calvin walks up. He's like, please welcome Jim Flanagan. And people are like, what? Why are we still doing comedy? Oh, man. It was just a perfect storm.
0: You know who else is uh, choreographed? <laughs> our show, the show that you're in, is it right now? It's choreographed. Is that it's how you pronounce it? It's choreographed. Okay, it's choreographed. Good. Choreog-
1: choreographed? Choreographed. I think is the word we're looking for. Well, if it was choreographed, we probably would have read our third. I mean, review your show you. is choreographed, right? Yours think- that night. You have the host. Speaking of choreographed, we should probably get into our third review then, huh? We Are you going to read this, this one? This segment, blammo. This is from. I, I need to know who this person is. It's the most confusing name of a reviewer, and we talk about it every time. Jason W., and then in parentheses, Voorhees, single U. I, just, I don't understand anything about this because he's given me a W, a V, and a U, uh, none of which I, 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 do I know where he wants me to put them.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I'm looking at it right now, too. I, I'm trying to crack the code. Jason W., Voorhees, single U. Huh. So uh, Jason, Beautiful review, though. Jimo.
1: Unbelievable. Blammo. Blammo. Another gem. Keep it up, fellas. Five million stars starting from episode one for the fourth time. This is crazy to me. That's fourth awesome. Fourth time listening through. Really? Holy shit.
0: What have you found? I can barely You <laughs> <He laughs> must be trying He's to cancel us. You must be trying to find some him. skeletons. Blammo. <laughs> oh. Look what you said in 23. <laughs> Got him. All depressed. Blammo. hung over. <laughs> Gumied up. Look at this transcript. Blammo. Dude, I, I I want to start saying Blammo more and Dandy. I think oh. that's what we learned in this episode, eighty eight, double snowman. What do you think of when you think of eighty eight? I go Michael Irvin. Michael Irvin. I go Michael Irvin. What do you I go of, Patrick. Kane. And what do you think of when you think of Michael Irvin?
1: Uh, cocaine Co-
0: and hotels. Snowman, cocaine, baby. Hotels. Double
1: snowmans. It is escorts. I go Patrick Kane. PK. He's more of a drinker. But, oh, another eighty eight. Uh, yeah, he's a caner. I think hockey nicknames are the best, right? They just add an R to everything.
0: Oh, that's all. You'd they be do, Ganner. Right? You'd Ganners. be Ganner. Ganner. And uh, who else we got playing? Be like, well, Flanner, pass it over to Ganner. And I then, love uh, those, uh, those hockey guys. I love. Uh, you ever watch Miracle? No. Man. Worth it? You know, Kurt Russell. I like Kurt Russell. Big Trouble, Little China? Huge Trouble, Little China. Wow. It's <laughs> a lot. No, 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 no. What about Big Trouble? <laughs> Little China. What about enormous trouble? (laughs) Tiny China. Large problems. Minuscule China.
1: No. Then they think it's tiny little serving plates (laughs) that you only break out when there's company.
0: Gigantic dilemma. (laughs) Puny China. Not quite. The focus groups don't love it. You're getting closer. (laughs) We're on the right track. Kurt Russell, damn it. So, I like Kurt Russell. Um, and, and, and in the spirit of All Over the Place, watch The Battered Bastards of Baseball about his dad, Bing Russell.
1: Wow, that's an alliteration. A, it's a
0: documentary.
1: I've heard about this. That is
0: really good. Is that, can we talk about this next week? Yes. All that, right. That is one we should cover here on All Over the, the Place. The Battered Bastards of Baseball. Yeah. So, anyway, Kurt Russell, right? He's great in, uh, in that film. Okay. And I, I highly recommend it. I'll check
1: it out. But should I watch The Battered Bastards first? I don't know. Before Miracle? How much time do we have? You think I'm going to do a two-movie week? That's not likely. Although it's a holiday.
0: Miracle's a true story, and uh, Battered Bastards is a truer story. (laughs) So pick your true story. I love it. I don't know. Um, But anyway, happy 4th. I hope everyone had my time. You know what? We did this, so we're hoping to, what do you call it? The Observed? Yeah. The Observed episode. We're doing Tuesday. We usually drop Tuesday. Yeah. The uh, Memorial Day, or excuse me, the 4th of July observed episode. This is when you watch the episode. It's like, I observed it. Yeah, so maybe we can sneak it out there on Monday. We'll see what happens. For the brims. We will see what happens. Because we're elevating We're doing what we can. we got a couple of ideas, too, moving forward, right? I don't know if we should tease the the person, place, thing, episode, idea. Um, Why don't we let them just learn it next week? Okay.
1: Come on back for it. We just teased it right there, right? That's the tease? That's the teaser. That's the tickle?
0: You got it. Put that in someone's ear and smoke it. Just the dandy feather, a little quill feather R- from writing, right under the nose. Do you think that would have been comfortable to write with a uh, with a feather? A quill? I would guess not. Dip it in the not uh, even like a bad pen. You know, I don't like. I'm not gonna get a bad bird. You ever see like when they would uh, spill the ink? I mean, it was, it was big pro like yeah. the whole process, right? Dipping it in there and. You got the
1: paper going and... You had to make shit count. You weren't doodling back then, right? You weren't drawing that S, you know? You had to do all that work just to get the ink. You weren't wasting it. It must have been
0: awful. Didn't like it. And you were, like, blazing hot. (laughs) I mean, it's incredible. I can't imagine. That's why we need to embrace it all. Yeah. Yeah. Happy Independence Day, everyone. I'm proud to be in America. That's why I will put a... Boot in your ass. <laughs> take this flag up your ass. This is my land. Don't you try and your take it. Land. This is our for land. This episode, this was made for you, brother. Lamo. Emmy.